0: Cos Camp's Coaches Show episode 37 Coaches, welcome to Coss Camp's Coaches Show. Today's guest is Coach Chris Olson. Coach Olson's the head football coach at Twin Valley High School. Coach Olson was at Downingtown West as an assistant from 2003 to 2014. Uh, he took the year off in 2015 and then went to Twin Valley in 2016. It was became the offensive coordinator there and was named the head football coach at Twin Valley. in 2021 last year was his first year. Coach Olson, welcome to the show.
1: Uh, thank you for having me. Appreciate it.
0: Coach Olson is going to kind of piggyback on a uh, a play we've talked about on this show before, but I think, I think it's a great play. And I, you know, this is kind of like my, you know, that lowered off and we run it and uh, it's really my first uh, like dive into it. We kind of did some stuff like this at LVC, but the, the buck sweep is what he's going to talk about. So coach, you t- let's talk about your twist on the play and, and the origins and, and get into all that stuff
1: okay yeah absolutely um, you know it, it, I started to kind of to, to fall in love with uh, the buck sweep you know you, you had mentioned Downingtown West uh, Mike Milano was the head coach at the time and, and brought me on uh, and he always talked about running kind of a, a bastardized wing T stuff um, and one of our plays was that buck sweep and uh, he always emphasized you know the running back running parallel cut 90. Um, and, and at the time I was a young guy, I'm like, uh, ah, you know, what's the difference? Let's get him down the line of scrimmage as fast as we can. Um, and then he started to explain it. Our kids started to catch on and, and understand it. Uh, and then uh, we had a running back by the name of Rashawn McCain, uh, who is 05 or 06, uh, ended up with 2000 yards, 30 some touchdowns. And most of it came on buck sweep. Um, and you know, when I got the chance at twin Valley, uh, that was one of those plays that it was like, we got to be able to run it. We've got to be able to run it. Um, and we get there and, you know, we don't have a tight end. We don't really have that wing back kid that can block down and seal the corner. Uh, so we ended up taking a tackle, making him a tight end because all he was going to have to do was block down uh, and, and found a big, strong athletic kid. Um, and he was going to be our down block on the wing. Um, and, you know, Doug Randall, who's our other line coach, uh, a ship grad, was key to kind of getting this to, to, to work. You know, he worked with the guards, getting them to understand kind of what they were supposed to do, how they're supposed to pull uh, getting their eyes up. Cause the first couple of times we ran it, you know, that, that lead guard uh, that's kind of supposed to kick out that DN just got smacked in the face. Um, you know, it, it happened so fast uh, that, that he didn't know what was coming. Um, and as we started to kind of evolve, you know, we started to teach it a little bit more and as the kids got, got used to it and trusting their steps. And we always tell them, you know, your rule is your rule. Um, and if you just step and go where you're supposed to, you can't be wrong. Um, and, and once guys started to figure that out, uh, up on the old line, uh, it, it was one of those things where, you know, we'd get all sorts of different looks. We'd get somebody covering up the tight end, somebody covering up the wing, um, you know, and they'd bring an extra guy down outside the wing. And it just consistently would work for us. Um, And it was one of those things as the kids got confidence in it, um, it it, it became more and more of a staple of our offense. And, you know, the last six years, it's been our best play.
0: Go back to what you are saying with the, the running back teaching that Coach Milano uh, yep, whatever you talked about running flat 90 yep. degree cut,
1: yeah. So, uh, you know, one of the first things he talked to me about was making sure uh, our running backs could cut 90 degrees, and I'm like, Oh, you know, that's easy. And he's <laughs> like, No, it, it, it's, it, it's important, and I still use this drill today. Uh, we call it the box drill, you know, we set up four cones five yards apart in a square, and we just start out, we have them walk to the the cone that's in front of them, stick a foot, lower their hips, cut 90 degrees to the next cone, walk, cut 90 degrees, walk, cut 90 degrees. And the kids are like, why are we doing this? Um, And then, you know, slowly progress at half speed, full speed. Um, But it it forces them not to rush to the line of scrimmage too quickly. Because, again, you know, you've got a running back who wants to get into the hole, but you got two big guards that are trying to pull and you start to explain to them, you got to let them get to the line. You got to let them make their block and that run in parallel to the line of scrimmage, but seeing where that down block is and then sticking a foot and cutting 90 is the most important part of the play. Um, And, and, you know, so that's where a lot of that teaching time is spent with those skill guys, getting them to understand, let the play develop. Uh, and, And, you know, our kids, at this point now, I start setting cones up and they're like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> um, but it's it's one of those things where they start to do it. And when the light bulb goes off for these kids, that if I, I, I am patient and I do stick a foot and cut 90, it's like I get shot out of a cannon and there's just a lane for me to run through.
0: The, the box drill can also teach, you know, it's not natural for some running backs to cut off that outside foot. No. Or, and you know, we, you know, as coaches, we talk about the outside foot. We might even coach, you know, yeah. cut off the outside foot, but a player, he might not necessarily know what the heck we're talking about. But if you have a box set up where your outside foot is actually the foot that you're cutting off of, now when you say it, it makes sense to a player, it makes yeah, sense to a absolutely. running back.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's what, you know, one of the biggest things we see is kids trying to cut off that inside foot, foot slips out, they fall down. Um, and they're like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And you show it on film and they're like oh but they can't they've got to consciously think about it early um, you know and when you finally like I said that light bulb goes off you know you get a whole different running back uh, which is great to see
0: you get a, a feel too of, of the, the kind of players you have with uh, and when you're doing an agility drill like that you see who can when they get to the full speed part of it who can make that cut? without kind of stuttering off that outside foot. Oh, you, know, you absolutely. kind of see guy yeah. you, every now and then you'll see a, you know maybe it's a an underclassman who's a weaker player. It'll take him he's yeah. got to hop a little bit before he gets going before he changes the direction.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and that's one of those things when you see a kid you know and, and maybe it's their first or second time doing it and they do it correctly, you kind of know you've got that one that hey, this is a kid I'm going to be able to hang my hat on. Um, and, and it gets you a little bit excited because now you've got your best play with a kid who you're not going to have to teach a whole lot and it's just going to kind of be natural.
0: So you're, are you telling the running back then that his eyes should be on the, the, the wing down block on that defensive? Yeah. So that's what he's looking at.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So our coaching point, when we do the box drill, uh, we always tell them, look a cone ahead. Um, So I'm never looking straight ahead. I'm always looking my eyes are where that down block is supposed to be. Because it could be, you know, one play, the down blocks, where I think it's going to be the next play, the defense might be slanting away, or for us, the pro end, uh, the tight end collapses the edge, and now there's a a short corner. Um, You know, and and one of the things that, as our evolution has kind of gone, um, there have been years where we've had a tight end, but no wing. We've had a wing, but no tight end. So we've moved guys in and out, um, and, and sometimes just by formation, that 90 degree cut is going to be real fast. And other times we've gone unbalanced. And now that 90 degree cut is one guy wider. Um, so you've got to kind of see what's going on, uh, and, and see where that cut is. Cause if you make the cut too late, you miss your window and you get tackled. Um, you know, so uh, for us, the keywords are look a cone ahead. Um, and when we're actually running it and our guys are looking up in the stands, I'm always yelling, the guys in the band don't want to see you looking at them, Uh, you know, or, or your girlfriend will see you after the game. You don't need to look at her now, Um, you know, and the the kids chuckle and, but it it kind of forces them to, okay, coach sees me not looking in the right spot. I got to get my eyes on that block.
0: I love the, uh, the talking about looking at the cone ahead because, because now they got, instead of thinking about their feet, which should be natural, in that box, now they got to think where where am my eyes supposed to be looking? Oh, and, absolutely, yeah. And when you say a cone ahead, which you, what you kind of mean is is kind of two cones ahead, right? It's not the cone they're running at. You're not looking at that one. It be yeah, correct. One yeah, up. yeah. So yeah,
1: it's the one that's kind of on like a. Oh man, math is hard to say tonight. I, know, uh, I, was try- like-
0: I was actually when you were talking there, I was actually trying to think <laughs> of that too, and I couldn't. I couldn't think yeah, of, it, of it, the, yeah. the of the math, the yeah, geometry
1: yeah the 45 degree angle yep. yeah so it's it's the cone after i cut that's the one i'm looking at um you know and, and you can see them some of them kind of have to think about it a lot uh and again going back to the just kind of that natural some kids just do it automatically um you know but it, it, again it's one of those things where regardless of the time of year whether it's you know the first day of summer camp uh or mini camp um you know we the box drill always comes out um You know, and if we see kids coming downhill too soon or or just not running it correctly, we'll break it out in the middle of the season just as a refresher.
0: So what are the what are your your guards? What what are you teaching those guys on that play? Um, uh, You talked about having their eyes up. What are they what should they be looking for?
1: Well, and so, and again, this is where, uh, again, having a good O-line guy ha- has been awesome. Um, we originally started old school wing T, You throw the elbow, uh, you turn parallel to the line of scrimmage and you run down. Um, and, and when we got to Twin Valley, um, uh, our O-line guy who had just graduated from ship a couple years early, um, he's like, man, you old guys, you do things. I don't know why you do this. Um, he's like, we got to skip pull. I'm like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about, but you're the O-line guy. Let's try it. Um, So he actually has them doing uh, a skip pull where they kind of hop back a little bit, and their eyes are still on the line of scrimmage. But the lead guard is looking for that outside backer overhang guy to step up, and that's the guy that he's kicking out. So he's kind of a skip pull in in case there's any trash that kind of comes through. But he's got his eyes on that outside linebacker, um, which is the, the guy that typically gets kicked out for us Is they, they walk an outside right, backer down right. for us. Um, backside guard, he's skip pulling in case a, a backer blitzes through an open gap. He can pick him up um, to prevent a- anything from blowing up the play in the backfield. Uh, but realistically, his eyes are scanning. And this is kind of the beauty of the skip pull. With his shoulders still kind of parallel to the line of scrimmage, he can see where that front side guard is kind of flowing or that that, that safety that, that might be dropping down into the alley where they're at. So he sees them the whole time so he can track them. So when he does get up into the hole, he can adjust quickly. Um, instead of the old school throw the elbow, I'm going to run parallel, and then i got to snap my head around, and he might be right there right now. Um, that skip pull kind of allows them to see the play kind of progress in front of them and then they can adjust. Cause you know, we've never been the biggest, we've never been the strongest and we're all about angles, which is the beauty kind of of buck sweep and, and power and all that stuff where we can angle a kid, stop him long enough for our school guys to get past. Um, and that's what we're kind of telling them. You've got to see the play develop again. front side guard is kicking out as best he can. Uh, and that backside guy is just looking to clean up any trash that's flowing into the lane.
0: So he doesn't necessarily have like a I guess an ideal like assignment. You're just telling him to uh, pick it, up the it, first it, thing that shows in that lane.
1: Yeah, so for him, our rule for him is uh pull the lead. So he's skip pulling and he just becomes a lead blocker in the hole. Um, you know, so again it's that first color to show. Uh it may be play side back or scraping. Um, and then he's just going to kind of wall off of that the down blocks by the wing and the tight end. Um, and if that backside backer gets picked, or I'm sorry, frontside backer gets picked up, uh, he's just going to keep going until he sees first color. Um, you know, there's no defined man, there's no defined area. It's just let me get there as fast as I can, and, and, and again, block the first thing I see. The uh, so
0: the so the the play side tackle. Yep. Do him and the center kind of have the same rule or is it, or are they uh, different?
1: They're, they're different. Um, you know, for us, we tell our center to block, um, whatever a gap has a guy in it.
0: Okay. That's his okay.
1: Um, you know, so, uh, you know, if there's a, a, a shaded tackle on his left side, that's the guy he's blocking up. If there's a three tech and nobody in that a gap, he's blocking back. Um, you know, so it, it kind of varies, um, which it, it makes it, again, a little bit simpler for those guys up front just because he's, okay, where's the guy that's yep. on me? That's yep. what I've got. Um, you know, the play side tackle, his rule is just inside. And again, the beauty of this is if they step inside, they're going to run into what they're supposed to block. Um, you know, it may be the guy it may be the D tackle that was on top of the guard. It may be the backside linebacker. It may be a blitzing linebacker, um, you know, and, and the, the term, uh, that we tend to use is stay in your cylinder. So I'm going to step and I'm not going to get distracted by anything. I'm just going to go where I'm supposed to go and I'll run into my block. Um, and and it makes it simple for the kids. There's not a lot of thinking. It's really just kind of reacting.
0: Do a lot of your blocking schemes kind of have the same idea where, where you're, you're, you you know, you're telling a guy to, to step back and you're going to run into yeah. your, the guy you're blocking or whatever. Is it kind of uh, the same yeah. thing? Is that pretty uniform throughout your offense?
1: Yeah. Uh, for the most part, I, I mean, we can, and I used to, to, to bust coach Milano's chops all the time because he's like, our rules are simple. You know, our rules fit on an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. And the way that we kind of do it is each lineman needs to know nine rules. Each hole has its own rule. You memorize that. That's all you need to worry about, nine things. Um, So I'm like, oh, yeah, this is easy. And and as we started to get into it at Downtown West, Mike would then flip the sheet over and there would be all sorts of tags on the back that changed (laughs) all the block. And I'm like, what? this isn't simple. He's like, no, it's easy. It's easy. They got nine (laughs) rules. And to this day, it's still kind of the the running joke. Um, But realistically, we've tried to simplify it. Uh, to that where your rule is inside your rule is play side um, and you just kind of have to get yourself started take that first step and that takes to takes you to where you're supposed to go um, you know because for us we don't have the luxury of having 11 guys on offense 11 guys on defense so our guys have to know both sides of the ball and trying to keep it simple uh, I think is better um, you know so if all they have to think about is one or two things Hey, it just allows them to play fast. Um, But yeah, our offense is a lot of that. And again, it's a lot of angles um, to get our skinny little bodies on big dudes to kind of let us do our thing
0: off of buck sweep. Then do do you do you do any like play action? Have some, yeah. So, yeah. The, so,
1: the the big thing for us off a of buck sweep, and it sounds like everybody's is uh some type of boot. Yeah. You know, you you flood the zone in the opposite direction. Um, and it, it's, you know, there have been years we've been really good at it. There have been years that we aren't. Um, and it's kind of one of those things I've tried to go back and, and try to figure it out. Um, and I can't, you know, some like I said, some years we're really good, some years we're not, and the the same quarterback in two different years. One year was really good. One year was really bad. Um, so uh, again, like I said, one of the things I stole from, uh, coach Myers is, uh, uh, time with you was their boot concept where, you know, we try to make rules for our receivers and, and skill guys just like our linemen, but it's pretty rigid. And then we've got to kind of create all these funky words to get a formation where we want guys to be. And, uh, it just becomes a, a, a dictation nightmare. Um, where I think we're going to kind of go towards the concept for a couple of our past past plays this year. Um, and boot, maybe being one of them, um, you know, so we can get that play action off a buck sweep. Um, you know, that's the big one. There's a couple other small ones, but we can really run those out of anything. Um, you know, the, the, uh, the big complimentary play, you know, off a buck sweep for us is counter crisscross, which again, everybody runs, um, You know, we're not really original, but for some reason we've been successful kind of running these things, Um, you know, and and it's uh, again, Mike always used to talk about uh, Milano, about the system, the system, the system. And, you know, if you can coach it correctly, it's going to work no matter where, Um, you know, and it it worked in the Chessmon, it's, you know, worked well enough in Burke so far. Um, you know, and we'll kind of see how it, it carries us into the Lancaster Lebanon League next
0: year. Are you guys always in the gun?
1: Uh, we originally were not, and, and, and funny enough, I kind of went back and looked at some old stuff uh, over the last week. And we, my first two years there, uh, we were under center and we were I. Um, and then oh, every really? once in a while, yeah, um, and then every once in a while we'd be kind of the old school wing um to run buck sweep. Um, but our quarterback, our second and third year wasn't comfortable under center. Um, so we're like, okay, we can go out of the gun. I talked to to Mike a little bit and then and when I left Downingtown West, we were doing more stuff out of the gun, um, uh, because it was kind of like the invoke thing and, and what we were doing worked well. Um, so we started doing more out of the gun, uh, probably year three. Okay. Um but we were still able to do all of our stuff. Um, you know, a few teaching points here and there, but we could still get buck sweep. we could still get power. Um, it made it easier to get jet and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it worked and, and the evolution has kind of been out of the gun. Um, but last year we went under center a little bit more. Um, and I'd like to get back to those roots a little bit under center, a little bit more this year, um, you know, and still do our stuff, but it's just a little bit different look. Um, you know, and maybe run a little bit more play action and, and things like that, because uh, you know, the, the kid we have coming back is pretty good um, handling the ball and, and making good decisions. And, and you know, I, I think play action with as well as we run the ball, uh, it, it should give us a little bit of an advantage.
0: It's funny that, that what you just went through in your head there, like that cycle about going to the gun and going back under center. You see, I, I see it playing out like on yeah. a lot of, with a lot of college football. Like, I, um, and,
1: and that's, uh, go ahead. Sorry.
0: Well, I just you know the the Big Twelve was always you know they're they're you know, I just had Coach Jancic from Central York talking about the air raid. I feel like Big Twelve was like yeah. all air raid, and now yeah. last season I saw a lot of those teams starting to do under center stuff, and because yeah. they wanted to get that play action look and and get back to doing some yeah. things like getting their running backs going downhill, but still being able yeah. to to do the the shotgun stuff too.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, it's funny you mentioned, you know, college. Uh, This is one of those things where I'll sit and watch college football all day long. um, And, and, you know, you probably do the same thing as you're sitting there. You see something on TV and you're like, hey, wait a second, we run that. (laughs) Um, But they're running it a little bit different. And now with the beauty of all the technology, you know, even if I'm not recording it, I can rewind it. I watch it. I'm like, oh, wait a second. That's what we could easily do that. I like the way that looks, um, you know, and, and but my O-line guy is always sending me Twitter stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, hey, look at what I just saw. This is what we do. We could easily do this, um, you know, because, uh, again, that simplicity, it, we kind of do what we do. And there's all sorts of great stuff out there, but it never fits in, you know, or it may not fit into what we do. So then that's more teaching. That's more this. There's It's more that. And there's not enough time in the day. But if you see something that you kind of already do, it's, hey, that's a no brainer. Um, you know, and, and I, I guess that's one thing that social media has been good for, um, you know, is all of this great stuff is now easily accessible. Um, you know, so the the under center thing it, it, this past fall, you know, like you said, I'm watching guys and I'm like, oh, that would be great if we could do that. And then the more you watch it, you're like, oh, that is what we do. And all I got to do is put the quarterback under center, which is, and I can't believe I'm saying this, putting the quarterback under center now starts to scare me to death because nobody knows how to take a snap under center. You know, and all joking aside, I think we fumbled. We had, I want to say three, three to four quarterback center exchanges uh, fumbled uh, inside the five or the 10 yard line under center. And, and, And thinking back, I'm like, We never really practice it except for one or two plays of practice. Um, So that's kind of the other thing too. We got to practice it more, Um, you know, and and I never thought I would, I would say that because again, uh, quarterback all through high school and into college. That's all we ever did back in the nineties, you know, stick your hand under that sweaty centers, butt and take the snap, you know, you say it now and kids are like, I got to do what, (laughs) Um, you know, it's a different world.
0: (laughs) Going back to the technology thing. Um, I, yeah. even even Huddle, I think, the, yeah, social media for sure. Like I, you can go on right now, you can go on Twitter and you can get on like there's coaches groups and, and there's people yeah. that are, you know, they're, they'll send out one of their plays and be like, hey, tell me, you know, what, what would you do to, you know, to add on to this? And then you got 50 yeah. other coaches sending what they do. That's awesome. But then yeah. Huddle now has made it so there's the exchange of film. Like, even when you're breaking down another – let's yeah. say you're an offensive coordinator. You're breaking down the opponent you're going to play next week. You're breaking down their defense yep. against the, a team that they played last week or two weeks ago. But all of a yep. sudden, you see that offense do something that you feel like could tie into your – to your yeah. um, and, and just – with Huddle, it's so easy to play things back, to cut things up, to share yep. things – the that, that, that this the game is just advancing so much at the high school level um it's it's unbelievable it's all, and it's awesome really yeah
1: no it, it totally is and you think you know you mentioned in that, that i had a flashback uh we played greencastle atrium i i think it was year two um and I, i'm watching them and, and we run power and you know the fullback kicks guard wraps and that's how we always did it and you know, at the time, I never thought anything different about it. We never ran it differently at um, Downingtown. And I'm watching Greencastle Atrium, and I'm like, wait a second, that looks like our – for us, it's four-hole. And I'm like, wait, this, something doesn't look right. And I start rewinding it, and it, and as simple as it sounds, all they did is they had the, the play side guard and the fullback switch responsibilities. Yeah, I've, I've, um, I've seen that before. Yeah, and I'm watching, and I'm like, we got a dude at guard. We have a tiny fullback this is why are we doing this? Um, and, and that week we put it in that week and it's been a staple for us, you know, the last four years, it just as a change up. Um, but yeah, you know, the, it, it, it's funny when either we steal something from an opposite coach or a coach steals something from us and, you know, it, we've done it a couple times. And when you run that formation and that play, and you just kind of happen to look across the field and, and you see their uh, assistants kind of throwing their hands up in the air. and You know, they're like, that's our play. They get our play. <laughs> um, you know, and it, it's even better when you have more success with it than they do. Um, but, yeah, it, it's – huddle has become a lifesaver but also kind of the the the, the worst thing ever invented. Um, <laughs> yeah, I
0: know, you know what you're saying. I, I
1: remember – you know, way back when we'd have the VHS tape and we're writing tally marks on a piece of paper and, you know, you get after five or six hours, just a little bit of information. Now, you know, you hop on huddle and five or six hours later, you've just got all the information you could ever need. Um, and it's, it, it's crazy to, to, to have seen that evolution. Um, you know, and, and it's a good thing. Cause like you said, now, now the ability to share, um, is great. And that's the good thing about, you know, high school coaches, most guys are like, Hey, I got something that works. Let me show you how it works. Um, which was, uh, you know, a a great thing, you know, the, the uh, glazier started having like the in-person clinics again this year. Um, and and I forgot how much fun they were to go to, um, you know, you go and you walk out with more information than you could ever imagine. (laughs) You know, you're trying to figure out how can I do this? How can I do that and, and pull a few things out? But yeah, huddle, uh, it, it's crazy what you're able to do now.
0: You talk about the old VHS and then, you know, it was DVDs. <laughs> yeah. you really really, there is, and, and there's tick marks, you know, for the for coaches yeah. that are, aren't familiar, you, you probably had a down and distance chart and yep. you, you kind of ticked <laughs> off, you know, run pass, whatever. Yep. And, yep. but you kind of paid more attention because you knew you probably weren't going to go back and watch it again. Yes, and so you kind of in your mind's eye, or you wrote it down on a piece of paper, what teams did yep. on third and short, or you know, a goal line situation, or now with yep. huddle, you just put the you put the down and distance in, and yep. now you can just bring up everything everybody's doing on whatever first and ten they're doing this, you know, yep. and you can tally up real quick. So yep. like, um, so so like the old school way, you kind of got things got ingrained in your head, and you kind of yep. had an idea early on, yep. but it. And, you know, with Huddle now, you don't have that. But what you do have with Huddle is you have all that information at your fingertips that you can bring up at any given moment during the day. So like it has it's just a different way, I guess, of of using the film. And it's an easier way, but does kind of make you in a sense kind of mentally lazy, if you will, because you you don't have to pay attention. You don't have to. You can kind of like uh, kick back a little bit and know that you can just go back and watch a play. No,
1: absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I don't disagree with you. And uh, I think that's, you know, looking back on that, on it, um, you know, having to do it the old way, I think kind of helps some of us old timers. Um, because, you know, and I struggle with technology yeah. and I know there's stuff that Huddle can do that I have no idea how to do it. But I know how to sit there and watch film and get the information I need. Um, and I also know that. And again, all of us we're busy, you know, yeah. so yeah. if I do have to sit down and watch the same place, seven, eight. times um uh, there's something else that's not getting done um you know so it's kind of the best of both worlds i guess um huddle sure is a whole lot easier though than uh you know having to go scout in person and draw the plays while you're watching it um because i was a part of that too though which is tough you know you're like what just happened and and the other guys are like i don't know i wasn't watching Um, (laughs) so that that always made it interesting too
0: uh, going back to Twin Valley, you guys are, yeah. are uh you know you're you've been a member of the of the Burks League and, and now yep. that's gonna be uh merging with LL. Yep. Where where does that put you guys? Where are you at there?
1: Uh you know, when, and when we first started, we're like, oh, you know, this will be fun, this will be interesting. Uh and then they came out with the first groupings of sections. And we were in, a because of our size, 5A, it was like Mannheim Central. It was uh, Calico. It was like, we're looking at the schedule. This doesn't help us at all. This isn't going to be fun. Um, And then, again, they talked a little bit more. uh, And they said, we'll go by size and by success and record. Um, And and we ended up in a great section. Um, You know, it's us. It's Fleetwood. It's Daniel Boone. It's Garden Spot. It's Ephrata. It's e Town. Uh, and I want to say, so Okay. um, so it's like five teams or I'm sorry, seven teams that are almost all mirror images of one another.
0: And then the um, rest will be, well, you get to choose the other teams that you, play. I know one of the teams is a lower dolphin. And...
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So then we, we have to pick up four non-league games. Um, so for us, we kept, uh, two Burks teams. We pick. we kept Schuylkill Valley who okay. we played for years. Uh, we kept Conrad Weiser. Um, because that's turned into a a pretty good rivalry. Um, you know, we, we finally got them for the first time, uh, I think in 16 years this year. Um, but it, it typically has been pretty close with the exception of one or two years. Uh, so we kept them, um, we picked up lower dolphin, um, and then to, to piggyback, we had the week 10 bye, which we've had for the last six years at twin Valley too. And it's impossible to find a week 10 game, um, because everybody has their rivalry games. Um, so we played, uh, O and J one year, we played Greencastle atrium one year. Uh, we had Hershey for two years. Um, we didn't have one last year because of COVID. And then this year we had to travel all the way to Gettysburg. Um, so we're trying to find a week 10 game again this year and we're looking all over. Uh, and we finally ended up finding Hapro Orsham, um, out in like Montgomery County. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the other four games were free to kind of pick up whoever we want um, they said, you know, find some other Lancaster Lebanon League teams to fill in your schedule. Um, you know, so we picked up a couple here and there. But, um, yeah, it, it's of the five sections, we think our section is kind of the best for competitiveness. Um, you know, there's not one team you look at and go, oh, they're going to win it. Uh, and this team is going to struggle. I, I think it's going to be really, truly uh, a really good spot for all of us. Um, and it's going to be fun playing some different teams that we haven't played, but still keeping, you know, the Daniel Boones and the the Fleetwoods, who we've played for five years now. Um, and, you know, getting Garden Spot, which is a neighbor school, uh, it'll be nice to to maybe get a little bit better rivalry going there.
0: I, I'm not trying to put any conference down in, in any sport, but across the board, like in terms of like just like administrative stuff, I'm talking about, yeah. man, not competitiveness, not – the ll has always kind of been at the forefront of uh, I, and and there's just like you know their playoffs they've they've yeah. always found a way to go through with their playoffs and it's always it's always well run they they've had yeah. a a way to evaluate officials and that i think it's gotcha. it's more effective than than what other leagues have and and it's not just football it's you know it's yeah. it's every sport and so the yeah it's you, you're joining. You're joining forces there with with uh, people that are going to do things the right way, and that's good to hear. That you'll be in a, yeah, a competitive no. conference.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think it's going to be a good thing. Um, you know, for everybody. You know, across the board. Obviously, you know, it's. I think there's 37 total teams uh, that are going to be in this league, and uh, it's pretty exciting. Um, you know, and hopefully, you know, with the exception of this year, the Berks County kind of. We're stuck in the middle of Lancaster, Lebanon, yeah. which has all those big successful schools. We're right next to the Chessmont, which is the Chessmont. And, and I, I, people kind of forget about Berks County, um, except for every couple of years when a Nick Singleton comes out of there, and you know, places like that. So it's going to be good to kind of get some of that. Uh, you know, we're kind of tagging, not tagging along, but we're now going to be recognized as far as that Lancaster, Lebanon. And they're going to recognize, you know, the Twin Valleys and the Daniel Boones and, you know, Exeter and Mifflin and, and, you know, all those schools are going to be kind of saying, "Okay, now they're competing against, you know, the schools that we know. What are they going to be able to do? Um, You know, it it should be fun.
0: Well, Coach, I've uh, taken up a bunch of your time here, but I I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, no Um, problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this was a great conversation. Did a great job. Thank you. Thank you. If there's, a, there's an, another chance possibly down the road where you could get on the show and kind of be a repeat guest, I'd, I'd love to have you on again. I appreciate it, man.
1: Yeah, no, that'd be awesome. This was fun. I appreciated it. Thank you.
0: Have yourself a good evening, Coach. Good talking to you. Yep. you too. Bye.